The other thing that are in, is in my notes is we discover how Joseph Joestar sleeps, which is in his shirt. Weird. But also, he does take his pants off and he has boxers. Yeah, red and pink polka dot boxers. Good look. Yeah. Real good Classic. Look. Yeah, probably more classic if he took off his khaki shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleeping in my safari shirt and my boxers, and then I just get up and don't change my shirt and guess put my pants on. I guess he sleeps cold. Like, yeah. Yeah, like- He's in Egypt. To, what happened I mean, to, I guess the desert's cold at night. What though. happened to the rest of his wardrobe? That's a great question. Animation team ran out of budget. Oh, well, no, they had, didn't they have like, I mean, they had a boat crash. They had a- oh, yeah. They lost all their shit when, when they were in the sub, so- Oh shit! What is Polnareff doing about toilet paper and where's his dirty bag? I'm sure. Well, they did get resupplied. <laughs> while I while I don't think the Speedwagon Foundation could replace all of uh, the thrifting and vintage shopping that Joseph has done over time, they probably <laughs> they probably can supply toilet paper and yeah, air freshener and they a filthy bag to, <laughs> to, to, to That you can just buy. <laughs> Use your five pounds of air freshener. <laughs> yeah, special order. Yeah, your your you eight know? your eight rolls of that weird pink toilet paper that French people use. No, <laughs> why would he want that? That's scented. I know. It'll give you a yeast infection. Don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> give you a pillar man infection. <laughs> oh my god! No. That's what that's what happened when uh, Santana entered that German soldier. That's a yeast infection right there. Oh god. Ruining my concept of all my vaginal hygiene. Thank you. You're ruining my concept of pillow man. Unfortunate. Goes down smooth. No! <laughs> Delete this whole segment. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's bizarre adventure. I'm Darius Kazami. I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk about Bastet's Mariah, because Mariah belongs to the goddess Bastet. Yeah, Mariah is possessed by the stand that suggests Bastet. Because that's how these things work. Fact checked. Yep. If Mariah were to die, Bastet would have to find a new host. Yeah, or just wander the earth lonely. Live in an electrical outlet in a museum. Wait for someone. Wait for Dio to stick his finger in. (laughs) Yeah. Dio, you're always sticking your finger into outlets. So we open with some bathroom hijinks, right? Uh, We We open open with with Kakuin. Oh, I'm sorry. I forget about that guy all the time. We open with Kakuin's deep V of his pajamas. Yeah, the horniest pajamas in that in that a hospital has ever issued to a patient. I think Joseph bought them for him. Probably. Yeah, those seem like Joseph issue. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph was like, here, have these skin tight pajamas with no top four buttons he's like now that you're injured you can finally take off your school uniform <laughs> he's like i've been waiting for this moment <laughs> uh yeah kakuin's like okay doc when when can i take off my my bandages and they're like never you're never getting well just kidding uh you're getting the best medical care in the world the speed Wagon foundation has come for you why who do you know which, yeah which is it's a world famous organization that we all know about who's except, your sugar daddy except for jodoro who grew up in like a Speedwagon foundation issue house he's a mafia son he is yeah. he, he, i mean that's like the whole that's the whole point the of them. They're the, they're the pirate club, right? Yeah. So they're a criminal the, the organization. The more we learn about them, the more it becomes clear that we are completely right about yeah. 
what they actually are. So now Kakyoin has been transferred so he could get better faster. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. It yeah. happen. And then we get bathroom hijinks. Right. Yes. We get so yeah, so so Joseph is Joseph is off with Iggy yeah, going first of all, to the who takes Iggy to the bathroom? What I the don't hell? Know. I don't know. That was know. so confusing. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. He's with Iggy. What? Like, first of all, that does not make him fine. Also, that's not a class of comfort animal. Right. Like <laughs> bathroom assisting. My my uh assisting my, uh, man faced dog. Right. My terrifying emotional support animal. <laughs> Maybe that's who what farts you in mean. my face and it sexually harasses people. <laughs> like, is that what what would help you? Like, Me with yeah, 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 it's true. Maybe my a man faced dog. I don't have a, a man chimera. Dog. You need a you need a bathroom anxiety dog. I need a bathroom anxiety man faced dog. Yes, Ugh. go to your doctor and be like, I need one of these. <laughs> <laughs> but just in my dreams. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm get, now Iggy is gonna haunt my nightmares. I'm gonna have fucking man faced. Dog bathroom anxiety animal. You were gonna <laughs> have that anyway. Doesn't Polnareff make some kind of remark about like, well, I hope it's a a real bathroom, a real yeah. bathroom, yeah. Smash and then cut, smash cut to it this. Is not a at real first, bathroom. at first, I thought it was an open grave with poop in it. <laughs> Because there was no sense of scale. Then when they pulled back, I was like, oh, it's just a that small was hole an in the ground. Enormous shit. So the real the reason why Joseph is distressed is because there's a human size in an open size grave. of a, of a, open a small child size. <laughs> So like one of Ol- one of Oliver's shits, yes. basically. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you shouldn't have been standing over an open grave thinking about pooping it. Maybe that's what you get. Yeah, that's the monkey's paw right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Rocky's new ghost story. <laughs> so all right, so here's where here's where we get here's where we get some dubious bathroom facts. I'm making air quotes from a Rocky. So this is supposed to be like Normally an open air. such a good source for information. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's supposed to be this like open air outhouse. You know about the Tiger Balm Garden. <laughs> so he's one for... He's one for a billion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... So we get these this open air toilet where you just poop into a hole and well, you then poop like the over, over yeah. just squat like and a squat yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's basically a squat toilet but instead of a hole it's just like a a Divot. little yeah like a slight relief right yeah. and then and then that's supposed to be because like the the poop Joseph interprets it dry, as. yeah Joseph says it's because <laughs> the poop dries up and then gets blown so into sand by the that wind the, that the it's so, so dry. That, it's yeah. so hot and dry that the poop just dries up and flies. I away. think you're supposed to just cover it with sand. Right. That makes that more sense makes to me. Makes more sense. That and makes way more sense. I don't know. And he's like, and there's no paper. Well, but this is this is our. That. We get to watch poop roll for the first time in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I love how you say that as if there's more time. Uh, there might be. <laughs> I, I don't want to, no spoilers here. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't happen <laughs> any other time. I don't know. A lot there's happens gotta in part be, five. There's, look, look, we are, we, it is inevitable. Bruno pees in a wall. Sorry. My, That's a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> my only prediction for part nine is, Rolling poop. No, is specifically dung beetle. Yeah. Because it's beetles and poop. And we haven't had them, and they're both combined. That is shocking that we and not we had haven't had those yet. yet. So there you go. The point <laughs> is, is that Joseph thinks he's supposed to wipe his ass with desert sand because One, it's sterile. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't because know because you only wipe your ass with sterile, <laughs> sterile things. things. Yeah, like toilet paper. Yeah. Right, totally <laughs> sterile. And uh, I, by the way, I did fact check this, and desert sand is not sterile. So don't try to do any like hospital grade things with desert sand. But feel free to wipe your ass with it because you... it probably won't hurt you. Right. I also, don't don't do that. <laughs> sand is somebody put sand inside your butthole and then call I mean, us. We've at... I, just... email us don't, and explain JoJo. I mean, having having been to the beach and had sand between my toes, I can only I imagine. Not know where we were. Going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh... I wasn't about to make a confession time here. Yeah. <laughs> Look, sand, well, sand between my toes. Everyone feels who's ever been to the beach has had has, sand in their has butt. Wiped their sand, their butt has wiped their ass with sand without meaning to. Look, and <laughs> most people survive that experience. Sand is is really finely ground glass. Please don't put it anywhere. Uh, delicate. Don't go near sand. Yeah, sand is bad. Courtney is coming down against sand. Sand will rip the shit out of anything that touches it. <laughs> Like sandboxes for kids, torture devices. <laughs> well, it's it, it's it, just it's, it's how you it's, make it's, it's how you make kids' skin hard so that they can resist <laughs> injury. It's like it's, it's how like, you make little rock children. Yeah, it's like when people like punch things to get calluses on their knuckles. Mm, yeah, you make, right. You yeah, make, you're just toughen them up in the sand yeah. pit. Just rub glass all over their bodies. Oh my God. So on his way out of the. The the oh, toilet right. because he's like I'm gonna wait. Yeah, he's like I'm I'm, the, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, understandably, yes. Joseph sees a rock with an electrical outlet in it, and he naturally is like, "Well, I definitely should investigate it more." Yeah, and let me touch it with my metal hand. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. Um, Even he, if it weren't a stand, how right. did this asshole live? Yeah, and he gets uh, and he gets shocked, and I love that. Uh, you know, we see Mariah, who's basically just like, oh, Joseph Joestar, you will touch anything that's off limits. Very perceptive of her. Joseph likes to touch things. Yeah. I, and yeah, there's your girlfriend. He's alive because he's good at rope tricks. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. truly uh, Literally the case, the case yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's my girlfriend, Mariah, or maybe Elizabeth's girlfriend, girlfriend Mariah. She can be both of our girlfriends. Yeah. And the creepy girl hanging out on a cliff. Yeah, I just, I just love the, I like Tharja in Fire Emblem. Creepy stalker goth girls. Yeah, I like creepy stalker goth girls. So I like it's your type. That Mariah smokes. She's hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's hot girl. I think she's she strikes me as pretty gay though, for what it's worth. I mean, I couldn't compete with you, so you know, <laughs> that's just. <laughs> I won't deny it. But yeah, I like I I like her outfit a great yeah, deal. She's great. Um, her character design is good. Yeah, yeah, she's got like the silver hair. Um, yeah. yeah, and her little hoodie. Yeah. Um, I like the weird shit hanging off her miniskirt. Yeah, which yeah. turns out to be a weapon. I love the part <laughs> where she like wraps Joseph in it and Joseph's like the the ropes are wrapped around my hands and body. It's probably a mistake. And <laughs> she's just like. I'm yeah, I'm tying you up with my fucked up weapon. <laughs> What's wrong with you? She's doing rope tricks to you, Joseph yeah, Joestar. You yeah. should be able this to is, recognize a rope yeah. trick. No nope. game recognize game, right? No, no. <laughs> Yet again, it's like, oh, it's probably not a stand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm just extra magnetic. I'm I mean, I have in my notes <laughs> all caps, what else would it be? Right. I mean, it takes like, him a long time like, to even realize that it's magnetism. Be a new stand? I mean, it takes him a long time to even realize it's well, magnetism. To be fair, 
he didn't know he's so huge yeah. that like those bottle caps are tiny. So the bottle caps we're talking about are they're they're out at a cafe and his magnetic field is like messing with a radio and then they're drinking Coca Colas and this is yet again uh, a Joseph Joe Star Coca Cola bottle cap uh, yep. thing uh, where the OTP. bottle caps yeah, where, yeah exactly where the bottle caps get stuck to him you know I want to see someone cosplay Joseph Joe Star with Coke caps stuck to them oh yeah <laughs> that's it that's the only yeah. indication <laughs> that he's magnetic yeah that'd be really cute um, yes. yeah I like all the shit that he accumulates throughout the episode he's like paper like clips more and Coke the ashtray yeah. Yeah, yeah just all the crap on him also um, like the animation of the things being magnetized is like really nice too. yeah, yeah. I feel real bad for the dude who gets nails in his face yeah that's God, and yet yeah. Yet more of the callow disregard for their <laughs> fellow people. Right. They're they just, don't give a shit. Right. They don't care. Like, wow, be more careful, dude. Polar F. What a prick. Joseph even calls Polar F like an annoying shit in this <laughs> in this episode where Polar F's like, hey, old man, wake up. I thought oldies like you were supposed to wake up early in the morning. Yeah. And then Avdol is like. Who is, of course, sleeping in yeah. the same bedroom. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, very taking responsibility for Joseph's sleep habits and, like, yeah. a very couple way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but so then Joseph is like, could this magnetism be a new stand? Now, how the fuck are these characters so fucking stupid? They're like <laughs> this far in. I mean, I know like it's just I don't I, I actually don't even know what Araki is thinking because it's like obviously he's gonna realize it's a stand in like five <laughs> seconds. So it's like, why is it necessary to be like literally every time something like you're being followed? by stand users and you know this and <laughs> like a supernatural thing that thing happens like it's fu- it's probably not a stand it, it could be anything. i mean ghosts are canonical in the jojo's universe so it could be a ghost true it could be a ghost following him around sticking magnets to him yeah well and it's i think it's also partly one of those things where like something that might work on the page does not work nearly as well that i'm in, open to that in animation Explanation. Araki does not tend to do thought bubbles really at all. Right. People like in manga, like in his manga, it's like someone's always like speaking their thoughts out loud. So like their inner monologue is their outer monologue. Right. And that kind of works on a page because it's just. But what if he were like, this is probably a stan? I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if that was the monologue? <laughs> It'd be different. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. Like, this must be a stan. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it definitely suffers. Or, I'm like, not... or like, this is a stand. <laughs> um... <laughs> this is for sure a stand. So, There's no doubt. So this episode and the following episode, which is part two, is about Joseph and Avdol going on a date. Yes. And I also thought it was interesting, Elis, you pointed out that it really seems like between this and the Anubis stuff that they were structured like they were supposed to happen at the same time because right. they are both split up. But instead one we is get- one and Jethro and one is Abdul. Is Abdul. And what we end up getting is the Anubis arc with Jotaro and Polnareff. And then there's a cutaway to Avdol and Joseph and they're like, wow, they're sure taking their time. And then we get the same thing, but in reverse happened here. Iggy's involved in both of them too. Like you think this would make sense to have like Iggy walking back and forth between right. the two you know, things happening at the same time. And we do get that later in like a later set of battles but it is interesting that it's like it does it does feel like they should be like it was supposed to be that way i think 
Yeah, probably. I mean, I like if, that we get downtime. That's the thing is, I yeah. really like, and especially the Polnareff and Jotaro downtime in this episode, just because even like the way that they're posed and stuff, like just Polnareff sitting on the curb smoking a cigarette and like with with Jotaro feels like a very I I spent a lot of time in clubs and stuff in bars yeah. in my twenties, and so it's like that just feels like a very late teens early 20s yeah. thing Think that like two people would do yeah. especially when it's like they are taking forever and it's like it's probably still in the bathroom well and I well and I like <laughs> well I like them about how nice the bathroom is well not just that but I like I like how it's it is hanging a lampshade a little bit on the like could it be a stand thing because Polnareff goes like what if and you think he's gonna say they're under attack by a stand user but instead he goes they're eating super delicious food without <laughs> us. Which also would be a thing Joseph Joestar would go do. Right. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> like, with his boyfriend, Avdol. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it and it's like, I again, like the little windows into like how they must talk to each other when they're not in the middle of fighting. Yeah. yeah. I really like. Yeah, pretty excellent. This whole episode is about Joseph and Avdol, like their relationship to each other and like them being progressively less and less able to hide it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mariah's actual superpower is dragging people out of the closet. Well, her right. well her her power is magnetism and it works on multiple levels. It's about like men are obvious like straight men are obviously attracted to her, so there's that kind of magnetism. And then she also like clearly projects it onto other people. So she like makes you know, Avdol and Joseph have be attracted, be, be attracted, to, attracted to, literally to attracted to each other as right. well. Yeah, let's talk about the weird gaze on Mariah for a second. Yeah, because we get a lot of yeah, we get a lot of shots of her ass and her thigh gap. Um, oh, I wasn't even looking at the gap. I was looking at like the her legs, her thighs. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because it's like I watching it. I don't ever get the sense. Like I know Joseph at one point is like she has amazing legs. Which is objectively true. Yeah, but it's it's just it's just he's like, like look it's, for her legs. Yeah, it's stated she has as nice legs. Yeah, it's stated as a fact. Yeah, you'll be able to see them. You'll be able to know because you'll see her legs. And it's like I just even when he's like chasing her down and stuff, and I know it is cut as if I'm supposed to think that he's staring. It at doesn't her. feel that way at all. It doesn't read that way to it me. It doesn't read as if anyone in the world is seeing that view. It just feels like fan service, but like. In a way that is very weird narratively. Yeah. Like I also like, like I also n- noticed that where I was like, who is looking? Like I don't understand like whose eyes we're in, but we're not. I we're mean, just, I I almost wonder if it's like Mariah looking at herself, like in her own head. You know, like yeah, like appreciating appreciating her own body as she walks yeah. and like her own magnetic power because she does all these really amazing poses. Yeah. It's like she yeah. knows she's in an yeah. anime. Yeah, um, yeah I'm like, does. thank you, finally. But like, it's it's really interesting because like she does. There's not that many women in JoJo's, and so it's like usually all this stuff happens to the men, and so it's and a it's, little. But the, I mean, you say that like it's like more of an accident than it is like a rocky likes drawing yeah sexy cheesecake dudes right and so it's unusual that there are women in it at all yes and so when there are it's it's kind of a little bit difficult to talk about like fan service with women in jojo's bizarre adventure because first of all it's really unusual and all the women who are in it feel kind of like token yeah for at least for a while and Second of all, because it's like, you know, the usual thing of like, oh, well, but they do it to the men, too. So it's not sexist, which is like not actually 
that's not true about that's not things, how that works. But yeah. at the same time, in JoJo's, it's done to men so much that while the the um the objectification of men doesn't like interact with real world sexism in the same way that the objectification of women does, it is still not totally false to be like he does it to men so much that this doesn't matter. <laughs> it, like, right. it just it feels kind of clunky and not as well practiced, well, honestly, yeah. as the objective well, also, of men. Also, there are a lot of women in this episode. There like are. there are a lot. There's, yeah, and they look the, different. Yeah, the, I was yeah. just gonna say <laughs> they're the, really right, different the, looking. Yeah, there's the two girls who you know get magnetized and think he was harassing them. There's the horny old lady. There's the horny yeah. old lady who appears twice. There's the women in the bathroom who all look really different. Yeah, there's that yeah. one like super butch one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, and who are like pervert. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. there's so there's a a lot of women in this episode, and I just wonder like what does that mean? Maybe to... he got really exhausted having to design so many women. <laughs> I mean, I do, I I do like that a big part of this episode is Joseph running away from the attentions of women. Yeah. Literally, like one of the things that tips him off is he's like, I keep getting put into sexual situations with women, and I have architected my like entire adult life around yeah. not doing that. So, like, it is really interesting because this is one of these episodes or little mini arcs that's so like you can almost just like transpose it one-to-one on some sort of like closet related allegory you know and and that's actually that's pretty unusual i mean we were talking about it in the last episode about like the subtext and text and sometimes the subtext is very close to the text and that makes it less interesting but this is one of these things where it's like i don't know it's like it is interesting to me but yeah. also it's really obvious. It's and it gets even more obvious yeah. in part two. Yeah. Yeah. And next it's played episode, at, but... off as a joke, but it's also very obviously not totally a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I mean, you know, we get Abdal and, and Joseph unable to hide the fact that they're mushed together. Right. And that's and like people staring at yeah, them. Yeah, people stare at them. And like and... that is a it's really like... interesting what does what does Joseph on the escalator represent? <laughs> yeah, that's the so that's the thing is that it's like we start getting like he gets like Joseph getting like so embarrassed, yeah, and yeah. like so, like oh yeah, and him trying to out. hide it and Abdul won't, yeah, which is really interesting. Oh, it's so interesting, mm-hmm. yeah, like deeply, deeply embarrassed, yeah. and the fact that like Mariah who's power is magnetism as serious saying uses it on joseph and like when she uses it on joseph and abdul they're attracted to each other and not to her at all right is like also it's just i mean i have no you know the question of like author intention like honestly i don't i don't really care yeah (laughs) but like so i have no idea you know if iraqi sat down and was like i'm gonna make like a little mini arc that's a metaphor for being closeted i have no idea but this particular one can be it's pretty wonderful. Well, yeah. and but and there's just a lot of attraction and repulsion in this yeah. episode. Like that's what it's yeah. all about. It's about like, oh, pervert, I don't, you know, want you looking at me yeah. or oh, wow, check out that woman's legs. They're so great. I'm so attracted, you know, like Yeah. That's part of it is that it's like un I feel like part of what saves this episode for me is that for all of the weird upskirting and stuff is that Joseph never acknowledges or reacts to any of it. Yeah, he's not at all. And because it isn't, it's very 
like it feels very symbolic. Well, right. and also we saying, never like, and we never see it. Yeah, there's never a, like a panty shot. That's yeah. that's what that's what I mean. So like that's part of why I'm like the stuff on Mariah feels so weird and out of place because it's not like the whole episode is like a weird fan servicey rampant right, no, it is thing and so like that's why i'm like whose gaze is this I, I, right I now i really think it's mariah's self-regard I actually, for herself i think like, that that's the best reading uh, yeah. yeah i think that's the best explanation because it's just like because mariah is would like is the kind of person who would look in a mirror and go damn because yeah. <laughs> yeah. because like, i'm like it's not joseph because joseph hasn't checked out any no. like and, right and that's usually there's that's that. not abdol's style either no. so like and like know. usually and like if i'm supposed to believe at this point in Jojo that the that Araki is assuming a straight male viewer and is somehow presenting huh. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I mean the thing is that that what makes it like confusing is that like we're used to all this leering but at men and it always feels in character so it's like Exactly. Like, obviously, I can see Joseph like giving whomever the up down. Like this right. is, you know, like this is this is how these characters interact, and it feels correct. But but yeah, Joseph just staring at a girl's ass while she's walking is not in character. Especially when he's like trying to chase her down to get her to like undo the stand like yeah. the, a stand power. Yeah. I'm like, why would he watch her ass is, while he runs? I wonder what to what extent. It, it like what it is in the manga. This is where it's interesting. Yeah, an yeah, issue. <laughs> and, yeah. And I have not tried. We have, we have, we're well past where the Jojoniums are right now, and I have not <clears throat> managed to find a way to read ahead as if one would exist. Um, <laughs> so I can't answer those questions right. right now. Any other final thoughts on this episode other than Mariah's super hot? Um, I love their their voices when they're smushed together. Oh yeah, yeah with their little uh, yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time we're going to talk about Bastet's Mariah yes. Part Two. Don't forget who owns whom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got a cute cat goddess. It's cool. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. You know, just in case you don't know what a cat sounds like, I thought I would. I would. You know, put that out there. <laughs> that is what a cat sounds like. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJojo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Mariah would leave for her own butt. <laughs>